0: Hi guys, my name is Moriam Yarrow. Hi everyone, my name is Coinsola Akaguasu, And you're listening to... Chats with Micah. That's us. Hello, everybody. Body. Oh, it's the love series. If you've been listening, you know I've been waiting for these. I have been what? Just waiting. And I'm so happy to be part of this series. I'm so happy to be part of this podcast just for this series, if nothing else. But you know what? Before we get started, Moriam, how is your week? How How is life? How is the world? Um, I hate everything, but no... <laughs> Um, speaking of when I was in my emo phase there used to be a song that go I hate everything else. and I just thought about that but continue exactly exactly how I'm feeling um, fuck Chicago and the police because this ticket <laughs> that they gave me was just, just unnecessary like it was absolutely unnecessary as if I don't have enough to deal with like a pandemic you know like life like come on Chicago. get the ticket. ticket. It don't matter. It's, it's, the world it's is their father ending. that will come and take the ticket? Their father <laughs> should come and collect the ticket. It's your father that will come and get the ticket. You will get the ticket. Your mother will get the ticket, and your children, children will get the ticket because they are giving me a 100 dollar ticket in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. You know, life, oh god, you know, in this week it's just been a roller coaster of emotion. Honestly, I was just at the point where I'm like, maybe it's me who doesn't deserve peace. It's me because somehow every time I feel like I have a grasp of it, somebody grabs me by my neck and drags me. But anyhow, my week was so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a great week. It sounds splendid, darling. Splendid. Ten out of ten. Would rec? Would recommend. (laughs) Right. Uh, ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, since you ain't gonna ask me, my week. My bad. It's okay. We get it. You rude. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) My week was an emotional roller coaster. Um, I got on an airplane. I went to a state where one of my ex things were, and that was literally had an anxiety attack about that twice. Um, Got back, had a whole thing with a friend. And I was like, this is literally one of the dumbest things that's ever happened to me. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm going to just peace out of this. But I honestly feel like every time we have a topic, some stupid shit happens Mm -hmm. that relates to the topic. And I feel like, maybe we should start picking nice side topics because let's start thinking about topics about let's be millionaires. Like, let's talk about that because I want a million dollars. I'd rather have a million dollars. You feel me? <laughs> I want <laughs> that energy. Next, <laughs> next series. With my money. With my money. Y'all start getting those podcasts, you know what happened. Exactly. But, but no, this week really taught me that, like, love, I think I used to think of, oh I got hiccups oh I'm sorry y'all I think of love so narrowly and I used to think about it strictly in the um, capacity of like family and relationships but I, I wasn't forced to think about it uh, about about fr- in friendships until recently after this argument happened I was like wow huh in- interesting so yeah it was it so yeah let's get into it. I'll let you start I'm gonna get some water so I, don't, I can get rid of my hiccups, and you know, let you begin um, what is love? I don't know, I feel like the definition changes as I get older, um, and the more I kind of like experience things um but I think one thing that I've learned that has really stuck stuck out to me is that people confuse like being in love or just love in general with the falling in love phase where you know even when it just comes to friendship because I also feel like there's a falling in love phase where oh you feel like this person is just amazing like you guys mold well you guys are great and then it's when like you all become once you've gotten into this falling in love phase but then you guys kind of revert back to like being your own personal selves and now you have to love this person not only as just a couple or a friendship but also for themselves and I feel like that's a hard thing for people to grasp and I think that's why a lot of like relationships in our generation don't go anywhere I also think piggybacking off that I think our generation is a generation that is prioritizing like ourselves and our mental health and that is a movement I will always stand but on the flip side, our generation is one to give up relationships a lot easier. And before y'all start with misquoting me, if the relationship is toxic and abusive, please leave. That's not when you, that's not when oh, I want to work on. Nah, that's cap. But like sometimes relationships will require forgiveness and relationships will require hard work, even with friendships. And re- like these things sometimes require you to accept me about somebody that might not be the easiest thing for you to do. And not, and again, if the if it's toxic to you, like mentally, and like it's abuse, especially if it's abusive, don't stay, whether it's a friendship, relationship, whatever. But if it's not, and it's just different, then that's not necessarily bad. But I feel like our generation is just really big on like, oh, no, nah, I cut people off. People pride themselves on being able to cut people off. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a good thing to have because, you know, you don't want to be emotionally carrying BS from like when you're 12, but on the flip side, you also have to, like... Also, like, really work... Because you are also a crap person to somebody. And we can't keep, like, making ourselves seem angelic and not think of our own faults and then also, like, expecting our friends to do certain things or our relationship partners to do certain things when we're not ready to even pick the time to get to know them and learn them and accept them. And I feel like that is that is something that in our relationship, that um, in our yeah. in our generation that um is just like really toxic um oh I I think like uh not to cut you off but like I feel like our generation I think it's almost lazy when it comes to relationships um I feel like they think it's supposed to be easy and I think that's why people head out before like without like always thinking that there's a greener pasture I think we are very um Uh, was it we we are very face value we dress up we want to be liked we want we want our presence to be known we want to seem and feel as though we're fighting but sometimes i just feel like we are a generation that's lazy but not because i think it's our fault i think it's just the ones the generations have come before us kind of have made us feel like well at this point we're going to die so this is what i'm going to (laughs) give yeah honest. that makes sense that makes sense okay so speaking of that so what does what does love look like for you like ideally and that is um both relationship and friendships like for me i have a picture of what i need to feel and what i need to get to feel adequately loved but what does it look like for you I think I think something that's big for me is just kind of having someone who supports me but not but it's 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 mutual where I sometimes feel like a lot of times that I'm drained for being a giver of time, money, energy and it might not always be reciprocated and so I feel as though when people kind of either try their best to either match the energy that I'm giving or show that they're putting the effort into to um, to make sure they're supporting me just because I feel like a lot of times I've done a lot of supporting of myself I think that, that goes a long way for me um, just kind of relieve some of the burdens on my shoulder because man I feel like my neck my neck droop a little bit lower now because that's, that's why you got the that's why you got the <laughs> what you call them girls that told you that they, the doctor tried to tell you got cancer bruh, I hate that bruh. Doctor. <laughs> bruh. it was the burdens that he was feeling <laughs> <laughs> hey so um i definitely think just having having a support system that i know that will be there when Times are rough, um, and like, like through thick and thin, like it's like as if we just said our vows type thing. Whether it be friends or um, in a relationship, I just want to know that people will be there for me. I hate flaky people. Um, expect even when it just comes to showing up, like when you just show up, that also means a lot. So if you don't come on time or don't show up at all, it's just like, screw you. But, um. But overall, I man, love is just really weird. It's it's like a topic that is like, like, damn, what is it though? <laughs> that's that's what the point of the episode is, ma'am. Like, what's wrong with you? Keep up, like, keep up. Mm-hmm. All right, answer the question. Um, for me, love feels like home. Um, that is a feeling that I don't get often. Um, and when I say home, I don't even mean like the home I live in, but there's the one person that I remember loving and the one person I th- I think the only person genuinely that I've ever loved, um, he felt like home. Um, it felt like a place where I could take my wig off and <laughs> i could like that was a big thing for me like i, like, I know it was. if anyone knows nobody me, could, I could walk into the house house and like i would have to have my wig on like and i don't care anymore now like i grew out of that real quick but for me love was the place where i could take my wig off and not have makeup and wear some ugly clothes and still feel beautiful i remember this one time we're at the apartment and i looked like a bum. like i had my hair in some like knotted up twist and like, I don't take, I didn't use no, to take care of them. D- call them what they are. <laughs> no, they were twisted the up they weren't, twist. they weren't dreaded at the time. They were just so. And I had no makeup on. I looked crazy. I was wearing like some patterned pants and the giant t shirt. And somebody was like, someone was like, yo, is your boyfriend here? I was like, yeah, he's here. And he was like, she's like, she asked me, so he sees you like this. I was like, yep. And he was like, huh. And I, and I was like, she was like, does he find you attractive right now? I was like, babe do you think I'm cute and he's like you're beautiful and I was like see he does and like that feeling was something that like I was like I think at that moment was probably when I, I think I fell in love with him I think it was that moment where I was like yeah this this is like this this comfort that I get above all else I think that is something that's so so minuscule but so cherishable for me and like if anyone knows me my love languages are very simple I really mm-hmm. just need you to buy me stuff <laughs> like no cap and not even expensive stuff, just like stuff. Just buy- Like if I'm like, dang, I really want a sandwich and you just pop up with the sandwich, bruh, I will cry. Like I will actually cry. Um, Just buy me stuff and then just like spend time with me. And that's it. I don't really need, I don't need anything else. Like acts of service, don't care for it. Um, Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is cool. That's like my number three. And I forgot what the fifth one is. And the fact that I can't remember, it lets you know just how physical little. Physical touch, yeah. Oh, have... yeah, no, nah, don't touch me. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Weird. So, like, I just, I don't like being touched and I don't like touching people. Like, I like annoying people with touching, but I don't like touching Yeah. People. So, but like, yeah, I feel like for me, those, those are that comfort, comfort, love, love to me is comfort. And, Take me, go ahead. And that's, no, that's it, I to give you a better response, because I feel like I, I, I've been running around, so my response was kind of like, man, <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but, um, honestly, I think love for me is allowing me to be me. I felt like all of my life, I've kind of played a number of roles, and it's never really been, Moriam. It's always been sister, cousin, brother. Damn near parent, but not really. Um, and I've never like it's been hard to find a place where I can be myself and explore my childlike tendencies. And having that space and opportunity where you don't necessarily judge me for not knowing the song that I probably should have known, but I didn't really have much of a childhood to probably know that song or maybe that TV show. And so. Kind of being okay with that and also exploring that childlikeness with me. That makes sense. That's cute. That's cute. Um, but yeah. When do you say okay, this is gonna get a little personal, but how old were you when you had your first love and what did it feel like? <sighs> <laughs> I can answer it, since uh. I just hit you with a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> Cause our other episodes are a little lighter, but um, for me, I was twenty one, right? Yeah, I was twenty twenty one. I feel like this person who, if yeah, listening, you will know. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's gonna know. Like, no cap, he's gonna know. And I know he listens. The ex boyfriend that I told you listens. Yeah, no, he's gonna know. I'm talking about him. But nah, I think I think he was like my. Je- I thought I had a first love when I was eighteen. Um, his name. We're gonna call him Jeffrey. And I thought that Jeffrey was like my first love and everything. But until I dated Joseph, no. What? I don't like that name. No, that doesn't work. I was going to say John, but then I actually know a John. Is. We, can <laughs> just, we can just call it Kayak. We can't call it Kayak. Okay. Green. It wasn't part of Kayak. It was. No, he was never it, part of kayak. Kayak what? was me, you, and your nigga. No, but we definitely made a group chat called Go Kayaking. Oh, Go Kayaking. The nigga was Go. He wasn't Kayak. <laughs> <laughs> I hope when they listen to this, everybody's like, what, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> I, I, uh, this, I was in love with Go. That sounds ugly as so hell. I'm picking okay, I'm <laughs> a name. Let's let's go with goat no what stop God. you're bad at this i'm sorry i'm not good at this either i'm gonna go with lance because i just like the way Lance sounds that sounds different. nope i you know I'm, it's I'm, fine. I'm Jeffrey. Lance, lance. It is. the point is i <laughs> the point is i thought i was in love with jeffrey i thought mm-hmm. jeffrey was my ultimate i thought jeffrey was what love felt like and then i met lance and i was like this is actually what love feels like. Lance mm. created such a like our relationship was toxic, like no cap, toxic. But it wasn't. But it, it what it was. It wasn't toxic. It in was harshly like, toxic. Yeah, it wasn't was toxic like, in the sense where like it was like it was one of the. It was a toxic level where it could have been fixed, but it wasn't a toxic level where I was in mental distress nor was I abused. So it was more like we had bad habits. Let me not, let me, let me not use a call. I feel like he's nowhere to talk to unfair. We had bad habits and, um, it showed in our relationship, but, uh, everyone has bad habits. And if we had spent more time together, we probably would have worked through them and then just got a system that worked better for both of us. But I like the one thing that I can never hold. I know, like, I genuinely love that boy and that boy genuinely loved me. And, it came from such like a selfless place for each other. Like I don't like physical touch, but his love language was definitely physical touch and not like sexual touch or anything like that. Just, just touch. So like I would cuddle with him, even though I, I, I like, if anyone knows me, I don't, I like, I, I cringe. Like I physically cringe, but I would, because I just, I wanted to express that. I loved him in a way that he would understand. And he would just spend time with me. He would be on the phone with me when I'm doing, like, projects and stuff. And he would just sit there and, like, we really wouldn't talk to each other. But he he would just be in, like, he knew that I really appreciated those times. So it was just, like, we did things for each other. And, like, it came from a selfless place. And that, to me, I was like, yeah, this is love. Like, this, this is love. It it was so, our love for each other was very pure. And it wasn't motivated by anything besides the other person's happiness. And I think he's one of the few people in my life that I've ever, like, put their happiness over mine.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, and I know it was the same, vice versa. And, um, yeah, I think that's why, like, that breakup was probably, like, very tough on me just mentally. Because I was just like, dang, like, I actually, like, I actually cared about you. And, um, but yeah, no, that was, that was probably my first love. And dang, that was like, what, last year? Like a year and a half ago? Yeah, I'm 23. Yeah, it's been over a year. Yeah, I was 21, 22. Yeah. Yeah, I was 21, 22, not 2021. I was 21, 22. That was when I had my first love. Dang, last year, man, took, it took my, took me to my 20s. So, man, I don't know, because I kind of battle... I kind of battle trying to figure out what is my first love because um, um, if I if I go way back into high school, I'm just like I, I think about that relationship and I'm like but that was dumb <laughs> <laughs> but and I, I feel like it was more so like a a physical thing that I associated with love but it wasn't um I mean he was cute but you know I don't I can't I can't say that I guess that's my first love I mean I cared like really deeply about him like if anything happened to him I'd probably cry I mean something did happen to him I think when I was in high school and I was like no when I was when I was in college, I don't remember where year it was. I know I was still living in the probably freshman year. And something happened to him and I was just like extremely sad about it. And I'm like, Dang, did I care about you like that for real? <laughs> and and I it took me by like surprise. I was like, Wow. So it's like I can't I don't even know necessarily if I would consider that my first love. But then my second relationship, man, that was toxic, my friend. Really? <laughs> oh, oh, it was. What should we call? Hmm, let me not. Let me not I need to think of a name.
1: Exactly.
0: We're gonna, we're gonna say Barry Allen. I'm gonna call him Barry Allen. Oh, okay. <sighs> Barry i <laughs> I've been watching too much Flash, so I that's was like, that seems why well, you just calling him Barry. Like after the whole thing. <sighs> because honestly Barry Allen annoys me and I think it suits okay. um I so I think in that relationship I just felt like I I think I was at the beginning I felt like I was forced into it and then I kind of gotten used to the idea of it and I felt like then I became okay with it until it it just wasn't okay, so then if I really am being honest, dang, it can't that doesn't make sense. Hold on, why <laughs> you realize you got a first? No, like, I okay, for real, for real, I feel like, 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 genuinely, gen, gen, I don't know how to say this word. Genuinely, I always struggle with this word. Um. I think it would be I think it's my most recent relationship. I guess oh, I have told the- you that. That's up. Th- I thought that and was it. Cuz like let the me... first one was a learning curve.
1: The yeah. second one
0: was a mistake, but the third hey. one <laughs> the third- But the thing is every time I always say it's a mistake, I don't think I would have met y'all. Like that's what I'm saying, like I wouldn't have met any of y'all as my friends. So it would to say it was a mistake. They, oh, what the fuck is on my? Sorry, I right. I will speak for Moriam and let y'all know that her first love was go Let me, me. speak. You're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say. I guess I would say that my most my most recent relationship is because of something that I still fight for. I feel like, um. I feel like to lose it, I think I would extreme, I, I would be extremely hurt. I mean, I think the last relationships, like, I mean, I was sad and hung over them, but I think it was mostly because time has passed. But I think it was the first time that I've, like, I'm trying to get past a lot of things and learn a lot more about myself, and I've been the my best self. In this relationship, and like every day, I continue to grow and hope um, the same as well um, for him. Um, I know he'd be fake sometimes, so he probably won't hear this until like a month from now. But <laughs> we don't know—we don't know exactly when they listen because <laughs> you can't. exactly you can't fake it. What we talk about, hmm, interesting. Yeah, you guys are talking about love, really. It's all we talked about, just love, but yeah. Um, I feel like it's been a place where I've grown a lot, um, but also learning to, learning like past falling in love. I feel like. I feel like I think that was what I was, I think I never made it to the in love stage with my last relationships and I think it was a lot of falling, but I just never hit the ground yet, you know? Like, wow. It hit oh, me. Boy, yeah. You <laughs> get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like it's now like okay, we've gotten past this like oh my god, giddy giddy. Yeah, they it got to like... like a part of comfort, like a part of just like the the high wore off but the feeling was still there yeah and it's more like it's real like I'm I'm now trying to understand you better as a person and not that it wasn't something that I didn't do like earlier but it's more like okay we we are different individuals and making sure that we kind of understand our love languages and understanding our likes and dislikes and things like that like um apparently this running joke that's been going around is that um acts of service um is it really your love language if you're the firstborn daughter because they've made you feel as though acts <laughs> 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 let me find the exact thing because as little- a firstborn daughter i like to say that actually do i like acts of service and I don't know it Maybe, I like, acts of service that look like gifts. Yeah. So, like, when someone buys you food when you're hungry, I think that's an act of service. That's and an act even of service the- and not a gift? I feel like... Right? Because, like, yeah, like and they are serving your hunger. Like, if I was hungry and they, like, brought me lunch, whether they bought it or not, the fact that they're bringing me lunch is just making my day. Maybe I do, like, acts of service and this whole time I mm. thought it was gifts. Yo, hold up. I don't like this game. I do like stuff though. I don't know. Alright, we're gonna say my love languages are acts of service. It's acts of gifts. We'll call it You're that. Annoying. <laughs> is, so basically this is the tweet that um our dear friend sent to me and she cackled and I cackled a little bit. Is your love language really acts of service or are you an eldest daughter who's been conditioned into serving your family and therefore um want other loved ones i can't see the other i want the word but yeah that's what it is i just want to let you know what you said don't make no sense but i think what you're trying to say is that the firstborn daughter is just used to serving everybody so when someone serves them back they think it's love yes I, it's not me who wrote the tweets now i was just reading it you just can't read it's fine are you all right? You couldn't turn the Comcast thing, so I don't know <laughs> Yeah, damn. Yeah. You said is Lefty Lucy right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm twisting it wrong the whole time. Damn.
1: <laughs> you said like you couldn't count
0: either. Yo, yeah, that not counting shit got me. I got uh, quick story time. We're oh. on the phone, and Moriam and uh, our other friend are planning like this picnic. And they forgot See. to count themselves in the total number. So she was like, it's just the four of us. I was like, oh, is Blah Blah not coming? And they're like, no, they're there. I'm like, then it's five. <laughs> no, fam, it's And then six. she hung up. No, nah, I was like, no, but, like, the original number was supposed to be five. And then the extra girl was added. But yeah. I was just like, and then she was like, I got I'm grab. I got to call her. Yeah. 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 First off, we've just been tired. College degrees. We College did tell degree. you that we've also been not planning, also planning a picnic, but also trying to plan our first virtual event for our nonprofit. So, man, she's asking us if I'm not part of members of people planning this virtual event, but it's yes. fine.
1: We gonna I'm pretend
0: not... like I'm not a founding member. It's fine. I'm over here just twiddling my fingers. Continue to twiddle. This nonsense. nonsense. Anyhow, nonsense. let's get back to the topic before I slap you to the phone. You can't slap <laughs> me. You can't slap me. Try it. Try it. I'll beat your you. Up. The, what? Who Try sang you? that song? I can't remember. the phone. Exactly. I don't even know shit. But I don't want to kiss you. I want to slap you to the phone. It's, me, 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 me. it's a remake. Shut up. The point right. is love languages. Um, I read. Is I think I should. It, um, well, I listened to the audiobook of the love languages the five love languages by gary chapman and it was not really by the way huh i'm just letting uh. people know that we're not sponsored but Jerry, if you're trying to sponsor I think, us i think it's gary
1: I'm gary not sure.
0: if you try we even use your name in this thing did i not call somebody gary i forgot but if you well, want to sponsor I, us you can sponsor us can Thank we you. not say a book now i, I guess i don't I know i don't know man it's america yeah. i don't know for them (laughs) but continue 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 so um so i read listened huh oh sorry i listened my bad um i listened to the audiobook and it was something that i definitely think that i needed just because like in like in the relationship most recent i feel like i was i i felt like um, kind of like you said you and your friend was clashing in terms of love language I also felt that way in a relationship where it what I wanted was not um, I wasn't receiving it and although this person may be showing me the way showing me love I just it was just not in my language and in the book it was definitely explaining like how even though someone can be showing you love and their own love language, and it might not be the same love language as yours, it will come off as a different language to you. So if I speak mm-hmm. Mandarin and you speak Yoruba and we're trying to speak with each other, you wouldn't understand me and I wouldn't understand you. So by, like, actually either actively learning to, um, to if you love this person, actively learning their love language and showing them love in their love language, your love tank can be filled, you know, and I just really, I think I really appreciated that because I felt like sometimes my tank, not necessarily on e, but it could be close. It be close, you know, and so I think it it's really great when people go out of their way, even though that might not be their love language, to show you to show you that um, that. They really love you. And that's my point. Things, um, out of your comfort yeah. zone. Right. Um, and I think it's definitely important when when after your, you fall, after the falling in love phase and this is just you being in love, I definitely think that is an important aspect that people fail to realize. Like, I even did the quiz on my parents. Like, I made them take the five love language quiz. And I definitely can see how, like, when they complain all the time if they had just communicated better or maybe what their love languages were or what they wanted from each other just in general i think a lot of their problems or just people's problems in general can be fixed by because people feel like this person doesn't love them but they might not feel like that's the case and yeah i just thought it was the book was actually really good um and it was really interesting because just kind of looking into, like, all the people and marriages and relationships that I've seen and how they've kind of played out has been, like, extremely interesting. But also looking at the people who work extremely well goes to show, like, their communication is just A1, you know, and and they, they them keeping up with their wants and dislikes, wow. I think it's amazing. Something I do want in my life. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. I think. Do you have any questions for me about love? Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh. Why do you say oh like that? I was not. I didn't think about to with a question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you, like, when you ask people, oh, do you need help? And they're like, yes. You're like, damn. I really didn't think you were going to say yes. One of those moments, right? But yeah, no. Ask away. Um. So, what are some things like? Do you feel like sometimes, uh, you yourself kind of sabotage, like love? Do you get what I'm saying? I don't know how to phrase this question. Um. Uh. Probably, I feel like, um, I like. Well, I don't want to say I like because I think I have grown a little bit from this but in the past i would test love and i would test how far i could go within it and see um how, like it's like a if you love me then you would jump off this cliff to prove it like that kind of dumb high school stuff and oh. i think that is like not literally please i'm not mm-hmm. trying to jump but like It's just those moments um, where it's like, I was just, I I had thought that love was sacrifice. And love is sacrifice, but not in the way I believed. I thought love was sacrifice, meaning that people will give up everything and give up their selves and their sanity for you and blah 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 blah. And if they can't do that then they don't love you and that's not what love is sacrifice means and for me I used to test boyfriends and be like oh if you love me then you will you know you will call me 75 times because I'm mad at you but if you are gonna call me 74 then you clearly don't love me and it was just like these like these unrealistic metrics that I kept and it sabotage sabotage love for me but for some reason these men stayed so i'll they they need your help but but yeah i think for me that's probably how i like self sabotage love how about you um i definitely think that i can get very analytical <clears throat> about things and kind of get into my head just because like i guess of past experiences and making sure that, oh, I never experienced this ever again. And so I worked so hard to never experience this again that I'm not really experiencing the now. And I feel like that takes away not only from the relationship, but how this person is feeling and how you may be feeling. And, um, and I think it's just maybe he, I haven't really processed or gone over some of the things that've happened in my past if I'm so worried about it appearing in the now. And I think that's something that is my problem. I'm a very like I thinking I think things through a lot and almost almost too much. And I think that does have an impact in how I navigate my relationships. Especially because I do expect. I feel like now because of my past. I expect things. In my relationship. Which I also think could be either. Unrealistic or actually. Not what I want. And. It can be extremely confusing. <laughs> you psych yourself out of love. <laughs> you feel me? I on the other hand. Make this, make these niggas go through the trenches. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here. i from said, devil judge. I said. You know, have you seen that, Kelly? Yeah, you saw that little course you had to go through with the mud and the barbed wire <laughs> <laughs> and the little wall. That ain't nothing. Yeah, I'm over you here. Do it trying twice to... if you love me. Look, I'm trying to jump through two ropes playing double dutch and whatnot. Like, okay, am I about to jump in? Mm. Uh, oh, I missed that opening. You okay, should be, you should be more like Corbin Blue. <laughs> <Jump in>. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you gotta be like um yeah i'd be like what's his nigga? oh gotta get you get your head in the game gotta get 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 your head in the game oh 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 what's so, his name troy bolton oh wait i have another question i think this this would be probably a great way to end it but okay. how do you think um, just social media and media in general has impacted the way we view love. Social media has definitely made it like Olympics. Like, people, <laughs> like, people be like, oh, my boyfriend did this, 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 this this, and this for me and this, 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 this. And I'm <laughs> just like, well, damn. And I'm looking at my boyfriend, I'm like, do you see your mates? Do you see that? <laughs> do they have two heads? Uh-uh. uh-uh. They're graduating first class. You, you struggling with thoughts. Like, <laughs> it's like I was just <laughs> I think social media has really just kind of like warped what we believe love should look like a lot and we'll probably talk more about this in our next episode like commitments and like entanglements and stuff like that but yeah social media has definitely played a huge part I think social media has made us think that love looks a certain way maybe picking couple goals from people after only seeing like three seconds of their lives and stuff like I think that's what social media has done It has very much Warped a lot about what we think of love and what it is and the definition of it and how it's supposed to manifest and I think that's the worst part of it because a lot of people are like um, comparing relationships to social media and the and also if couples are having I'm not telling couples to not post like if you're if you're in love and you guys are happy please it's fine continue posting I think it's beautiful but I think that also as a consumer of other people's content you have to also be you have to realize that most people post their highlights. Um, if the relationship is solid and they're posting about it, and they're uh, they're they're sharing that experience, if the relationship is actually like solid, it's a good relationship. It is it's work. It's a lot of work. But they're not. You're not gonna see all the work that it took for them to get to the point of this post where they're in Maldives. You're not gonna see the fact that. The woman and the man has to sit at each other and learn how to communicate. Had fights, had struggles, all those things. So when your relationship starts em- emulating that and having those problems, you're thinking, "I'm supposed to be in the Maldives right now, but this nigga's stressing me over a five-dollar pizza." And mm-hmm. um, but it's like that couple also fought over a three-dollar pizza. You fight over five. They were fighting over three. But they the thing that you don't know is that they te- they spend time to know each other and grow with each other and you're thinking that growth is instant it makes everything seem like it's supposed to be instant it mm-hmm. makes everything seem like they makes everything seem like it's supposed to it, instant gratification that is it social media created instant gratification and we expect that love happens quickly and we like you said w- social media intensifies the feeling of Falling in love, but not necessarily being in love. And when couples are honest about their journeys, we don't want to believe them. We don't want to listen. We don't want to listen. That's when we're like, yeah. oh, they're being boring. Blah 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 blah. And we skip and go to the next couple that they're posting like beach pictures and trip pictures and stuff like that. And honestly, g, the couples who are posting that same says because pro- I promise you, when I'm with my man, and I'm and I'm in the Maldives, yeah, I'm gonna be somebody's couple goals you're annoying (laughs) like baby girl uh -uh. you know how long it took me to get here Uh -uh. i'm weak i'm posting i i agree with them post it wait it's just that as you consume consume with caution yeah no i definitely agree with that i think it's also that mentality that the grass is green on the other side and people always believe that and that's why i feel like a lot of people tend to leave their relationship thinking that they're They're searching for greener pastures. And at the end of the day, there always is going to be greener pastures. It's something that's taller, richer, funnier. Exactly. And it's something that even myself, I had to, like, learn because sometimes I can be very impatient with myself and also sometimes other people. And it's it's a skill that I'm still
1: learning. It's not sometimes,
0: it's a lot but first off, first <laughs> off, don't do me. Have you not seen my life? You, you should understand be patient with me. See, you're snapping at me. Where's the patience? It's not there. Thanks <laughs> You know, let me do, let me give you words of affirmation.
1: If you, you don't, I,
0: if... <laughs> you are special. Continue. To you are important. Yeah, <laughs> your mouth. You are Anyhow, back to what I was saying I let me continue <laughs> continue 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 but you know people are chasing greener pastures instead of actually working on their lawn and their grass to make sure it's that greener pasture and I
1: make I, I your grass greener it. more of the
0: president period. I will definitely do better than, you know, we're not even going to get into that, but. Um. <laughs> yeah, got other episodes. Don't worry. You got time. I, I. You got time. Um, But no, I, I just really think that even with TV shows, like when I first, because, you know, I feel like my parents never really went into relationships. They just said, don't be in a relationship until you graduate college. So no one really went into what it is and how you go about it. Like friendships were easy but relationships is never really something that was kind of wow talked about this is we're opposite i found relationships to be easier than friendships oh no i'm a i'm a solid friend that's why i'm hmm. huh. i'm a solid friend i've always been the better friend i i'm i it's easier for me i don't feel like i require much of you or ask much of you or have these high expectations of you I mean if you you mess up I'll I'll probably still treat you you know what I'm saying but like but not in the way because I also think I see the person that I'm with because I date for marriage so the person I see that I'm with I'm like okay hey man if this works out we're going to be with each other for the rest of our freaking lives so I feel like I have to go harder on you my future cannot be ruined by your stupidity (laughs) exactly I feel like I feel like that's what my mind thinks It's like because and not that I don't think friendship is permanent but I think it's for me it's more like I take it a day-by-day thing with my friendships versus I take it a hey, 20 years in the future with my relationships I I think for me relationships are always easier because I again I was born an only child so I got used to, like, being by myself. And friendships that sometimes felt draining. Um, relationships were easier because I think I romanticized the idea of... I was a very actively imagination kind of child. And when I was younger in Nigeria, I was definitely a good friend. Like, I, I had friends. I was... I had semi-clout. I was one of the more popular <laughs> kids in school. But when I came to America... Honestly, America just robs stupid teens from you. Just mm-hmm. like the ancestors robbed Black people, they <laughs> robbed me of my happiness. Because I came to this country and I was like, ah, this, this is all rubbish, this is stupid. So, like, all of my confidence left. So I found a lot more solace and a lot more comfort within um, relationships than I did with friendships. And um, Because I was always weird. So if a guy liked me, even though I was weird... It was like a unicorn kind of thing happening. And I was like, oh my God. So like I put a lot more into it. So relationships are easy. Like, you know, I you know me, I had back to back boyfriends. Like I the from the first one, it was back to back. I was like, back to back, call me Drake. Like it was <laughs> it was right one right after the other. So those are easier for me. Friendships are harder. Friends, friends, especially friendships with people with different love languages are harder for me. And I think a lot of times um, being friends with people who don't understand me is draining, and um, that I think that's why I cherish uh, two four five five like really re- a lot, um, especially after what happened this week. I think like I used to um, I used to underestimate how much you guys have taken the time to like genuinely know me and know my love languages and know that um, when I don't call doesn't mean I don't love you and know that um, that my love is me like buying you guys things and you know randomly just checking in on you and just randomly like oh you told me something's happening I'd like okay here's ten dollars like go ahead like, <laughs> I might not have I don't have to be rich but I will always send ten dollars like like it doesn't matter what my wallet is looking like I will always send that ten dollars and that that is my love language. That is that is how I show love. It's just being like I'm your person when things happen. Like the world is burning. Let's go. I got fire extinguisher and a bat. Like I'm 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 ready. And that is me. And I feel like you guys really took the time to know that. And then also love that and appreciate that about me and validate it within me and and don't villainize me for it. And I think for me, bro. I think y'all are the first lot of friends I've had because I think that feeling that I have with you guys. The only other time I've ever had it was with Lance, and um, yeah. yeah, I was like Lance, but then now <laughs> I remember. <laughs> See, look you easy I remembered. I'm still calling it Lance, but Lance. Oh, hey Lance. He don't even look like me, Lance, but yeah, he does not. No, for me, I think it's the complete opposite. I'm, but I'm also the person who who floats. Not, I'm not a floater in friendships, but I'm the one who makes sure to learn people so I can better understand them but that's mostly because of my parent side of me where I'm like okay I must learn these people because it makes me just a better friend in the end cause and I think I definitely do that a lot with our friend group like I feel like I I understand each of what, each one of you guys on a very individual level because I took the time to like do that, that. Yeah, and learn it. Um and while in a relationship, I just feel like I feel like I I don't know. It's weird because it's like I want it to be the same thing, but my mind automatically compartmentalizes relationships into this different category when honestly all I want is really a best friend that, you know, one day I can, you know, do things to. And that's really that's really what I want if I'm being honest. Isn't that all we all want? We all want our land. We all want our Barry Allen. You're no one wants the Barry Allen, sir. I thought you wanted the Barry Allen. No, oh, I'm sorry. We all yeah. want to go kayaking. You're. But sometimes, but sometimes we go yachting instead. <laughs> it's sick. We go row, we... row, boat your boat,ing and no, we want to go kayaking. And that is how we can end this episode. For. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, wow, the way she just ended things. <laughs> because if we keep talking, we ain't got nothing to say for the rest of the episode. So we are you mean, in a rush to leave me? I mean, is Barry um, Allen still here? <laughs> Call me Flash. <laughs> I can't keep butts. I'm your iris. Your coma save me. Anyhow, anyhow. Are you learning patience? You see, I'm trying to teach you patience. You can't learn it. Ah, someone is over here trying to make you better. wrong She I'm said better, but between me and you, who is the most impatient? You. are the one. I'm not. You more. Th- oh God, Moriam, Moriam. Whoa. 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 I feel like Whoa. we both have a a different level of impatient. It depends on what it is too. So I'll don't come that. up. I give you that. I uh-huh. give you that. Thank you. It, it's a subject by subject thing, have to be <laughs> like there's some things I know I'll be like, oh, I'm not that deep, but you, hey, hey, hey. And I the just, same way with you. <laughs> don't listen to her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. This one is dating Barry Allen's. I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> oh god. Let's not go back to the people you have dated. It's okay. I that episode quality, is coming soon. Quality. But don't worry. Y'all gonna learn about them. <laughs> Next two episodes. Mm. I'm talking trash. You right. can get some of these hands. But you know, you know what to do. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, like our episode if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Send us love. Are we on Facebook? We are, y'all. Girl, I'm multifacered you know because of you i can't stop talking like that and it's becoming a problem it's okay you're gonna get a problem because if i start saying that in my grad school program (laughs) multifaceted they will literally kick me out of the program and that's how you say it's because i come from a nigerian home i want to i want to be a multifarceret I feel it. like what you're saying is even worse than having, you know it's I don't sure. know. What, but but no, bro. Thanks, guys, for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Send us messages. We recently got a message from our one of our fans, Vanessa. Shout out! And it really was just beautiful and lovely to read. And also, Femi, thank you for the happy shout out as well. birthday. Was well, not now, but it's not, you but know, no, coming soon yeah i don't know if our episode is going to be out but happy birthday femi in advance um thank you guys for the support uh we honestly appreciate it have a wonderful wonderful day or night or whatever um Please shout out to anu you. as well um she was our last guest and as well as one of our bigger supporters too she always shares our stuff so no we really want to say thank you guys morning anything for the people I have to go pay a ticket, <laughs> and you see this. This is what I see. This person, you see, and no, when I want to bully, I want to say I really appreciate you guys. Um, sometimes making these podcasts can really brighten my day, get some of my anger out. Hopefully, in the next coming episodes, I can give you proper English. Thank you. She current. She really current. <laughs> You are telling me that. Ooh, Pat thanks for listening Kurt. to chats, Mike, and with, bye. Mark, and with Mike. Right, and Mike, Say it back. The thing is, by the time we get to the end of this podcast, honestly, I will insult me and insult you as well, and my Marah. Bye, bye, guys, bye.